Welcome to Dell's Partner Direct channel blog and podcast. Today we're talking with Michael Buck, who is European Marketing Director for the channel in Dell's European Channel Organization. Today we're talking about money, and by that I mean financing and compensation. Of course, Dell, like other channel vendors, provides financing and leasing options, but we're in a challenging economic environment, which might leave channel partners scrambling for regular financing or flooring or revolving lines of credit or end-user financing. So let's start by framing the conversation a little bit. You talk with channel partners every day. Are they seeing a credit crunch? I would say yes, for sure. Obviously, depending on the size of the partner, but there is you know, a shortness of credit in the market right now. What are they doing about it? That is, where are they getting credit that they need? I think they're focusing mainly on different sources uh, in the market. They're trying to play the game of looking after the different vendors out there, looking after the different distributors out there, which give them a, a source of credit. And credit right now could be you know, credit or leasing, and currently leasing is, is, a, is a good option for most of the partners because it doesn't tie down their assets. And from a bank or distribution perspective, they are certainly watching that space, but uh, I think for smaller, medium-sized partners, leasing is a great option right now. What are some of the standard practices for financing and leasing? I mean, what are you seeing in the marketplace? When you look at the uh, DISTI space, they're probably not as good as, as an offer out there because you know leasing companies typically are done through financial services organizations. So partners right now, and that's what we're seeing, is they're certainly also moving more and more towards financial, financial services organizations next to having credit lines with distributors, and that makes it a bit more difficult to assess their, their credibility. That's more of what we see right now. What you see, uh, when, when they go through DISTIs in this case, or when they go through the regular channels, they have credit lines with the DISTIs, they have credit lines with the vendors, but what you don't see in your credit line is that they have other credit lines or, or leasing contracts which are out there. It's the same what you see with credit cards and consumers. It's the same thing. Obviously, everybody looks for alternative sources of financing and credit. I mean, that's the same in, in, in the commercial space. I'm sure our listeners know that Dell is a great vendor of hardware, but what can Dell do to help them on the financing side? That's a, that's a really good point. Most people know that we do have a good product, but a lot of people don't know that within the channel program, we have very sophisticated ways of providing credit. We also have good financing and leasing offers, and obviously these offers are available within our Dell Channel program. So that brings up the really obvious question. What kinds of options does Dell offer? Dell offers certainly credit lines is certainly one, one thing which are tightly managed. The second thing is the financing options going through longer-term leasing. And I think the third one probably we could bring into this game is the rebate structure, which helps your, your, your P&L at the end of the day. In some countries, Dell is offering end-user financing as well. You have seen not only Dell's financing options, but also other companies' options. How is Dell financing offering different than what other companies provide? I think our big benefit probably is our, our flexibility to really work with smaller, medium-sized companies. So what does that flexibility mean? That flexibility means that they can talk to us directly, they can work with us directly. With distribution partners, you have to have a certain size in order for them to make it interesting to work with you. And that's one of the things which, which certainly makes a difference uh, you know, at Dell, where Dell looks after small and medium-sized companies, and again, we have a direct relationship with those companies. Are you seeing an increase in the number of requests for financing, or is the market decreasing the amount of requests for financing? I think right now the market is a bit stalled. I don't 
see that you know many partners are moving right now, either in that or, or the other direction. It's very hard to predict the future, obviously, but I can only see that partners most likely will actually take up more financing offers in the future because I don't foresee that the, the credit crisis will be over soon. So right now, I would say partners are holding back a little bit. You also have to see that a lot of partners are still sitting on stock, which has been bought you know, earlier. So from that perspective, that the real credit crunch uh, and the real tightness of credit will actually come in the months to come. If you were talking with a channel partner, what reason would they have to come to Dell for financing versus getting financing elsewhere? Well, certainly, again, you know, we are, we are set up to deal with small, medium partners. That's an advantage for them, so they can talk to us. And I think we have also more flexibility in terms of dealing with their requests. If they want to be a partner of ours, we're distinguishing between, you know, registered partners and certified partners. We believe we have better payment terms. 30 days for registered partners, 45 days for certified partners. And again, that's pretty much regardless of the size of the partner, which is a very important part for, again, small medium business. Let's move over to uh, partner compensation and kind of the philosophy behind them. I hear that there are really two kinds of philosophies. There's front-end loaded programs and back-end loaded programs. Can you explain the difference between them and maybe what the advantages or disadvantages are? I think the key to success here for partners is that you have a good balance between a very attractive pricing model, which includes discounts up front, which you would call front-end loaded programs, and actually uh, an, an interesting incentive to actually sell the products out and also drive some share of wallet up in the duration of a quarter, so that at the end of the day there is a backflash of money, which you call back-end loaded program. Now, again, there's different pockets, actually. The, the discount, you know, which is applied to the product, obviously, is an advantage for the companies uh, when they buy products. The back-end rebate, as we call it, is typically flowing back into their P&L pretty much way after the fact and helps uh, to improve their profitability. And a, a lot of partners out there are living on back-end rebates. That's basically what keeps their P&L uh, alive. It seems to me that a back-loaded program would be really attractive because you get a big check at the end. Is that really true? Well, I think, again, I think the mix makes it. You have to have both, and you have to have both in an attractive way because the two different types of advantages go into different pockets. And, again, typically the discount, you know, is ending up on the street, whereas the back-end rebate typically ends up in the P&L of the partner. So you have to really have a good combination of both. But certainly it helps your objectives, your joint objectives to create a win-win if you have a back-end rebate in place, which, again, helps you steer your business a little bit better. The front-end discount really helps you be competitive today, and the back-end rebate really adds to your P&L later. Exactly, and, and as a vendor, it helps you to actually uh, steer the product mix and steer certain directions, whereas for the uh, partners who are smart, and most of our partners are very smart, they actually can see where the benefit lies in the back-end rebate and, again, steer their business towards uh, a certain product mix which is required to actually optimize the back-end rebate. It would seem in a challenging economic environment where you need to book revenue now that having a delay in that back-end rebate might challenge the profitability of the organization. How long after the sale do these back-end rebates usually kick in? See, that's a big advantage at Dell as well because our key principle from the start was actually that we wanted to be quick. Most of the competitors out there take months and months after the fact, after the quarter closes to pay the rebate. 
partners need this money actually to keep their P&Ls alive, and we're trying to really speed up this process and make it very simple for partners. Uh, so I see the balance really is important. Let's change subjects a little bit. I've heard that there are two more components to the payout equation, gating and the actual payout calculation. Let's talk about gating first. Just exactly what is that? Gating, as, as many other elements of the program, has to be simple. You, you could call it a quota as such, which means you have to reach a certain size in order to actually make it into a, a rebate program, for instance. We have an interest, obviously, to uh, stimulate growth, and gating, in this case, needs to be a very simple threshold for our partners in order to know what they need to achieve in order to actually qualify. So gating then affects what they will eventually receive, correct? Absolutely, yes. Now, are, are different gates connected, or are they individual gates for individual product lines? Again, we want to keep it very simple. And our Dell uh, Channel Partner Program is a fairly simplified program for the partner. And here, again, you have one gate which applies to the total business we're, we're doing with our partners. Do other competitive companies have different gates for different product lines, or do they aggregate them all into one big gate? As much as we know, there are different gates by line of business, which makes it extremely complicated for partners to calculate it. And uh, one of the key feedbacks we received you know, last year before we created the program was that partners need to hire administrators to even understand what the payout would be. And we certainly would like to make a difference here, and we did. We really simplified the, the process. And one gate, one partner, not broken down in lines of business is pretty transparent. So it would seem if you had an administrative person that was doing nothing but trying to figure out the payback calculation, that would be another drag on your profitability as a channel partner. We want the partner to be on the search for and not spending time to uh, calculate rebates and calculate an optimal P&L. So from that perspective, if you, if you deal with Dell, you can keep your people on the sales floor and you don't need administrator administrating complex process and programs. I understand that with competitive programs, the payout calculation really depends upon a lot of factors. What are the factors that go into that payout calculation? For, for us, again, um, when, when you hit the gate, the threshold, from there on you qualify for the rebate. So that's a very simple term for partners to hit. And then from there on, as I said before, rebates are there to create win-wins between partners and Dell in this case. And if you hit certain uh, product goals, one of the, the big elements as well is that partners would need to see within the quarter where they are and with our program, they can actually do this in a fairly simple way. So you don't have to hire an administrator or create an MBA for yourself in order to understand these different gates. And, you know, ours, again, is very simple. You hit the threshold, and then you basically qualify for a certain level. I understand that the total payout calculation depends upon a lot of factors. So what are the main factors, and how do other companies do it? Let me start with ours. Certainly, you, you hit the gate. From there on, you qualify for rebates. We then differentiate between product-led goals. Let me say, we have a very simplified process how you can actually increase the level of rebate actually by selling certain products. That is different to other companies in the market where the programs are very complicated and you have to go through several thresholds in order to qualify for the rebate. And then after the fact, you have a lot of different configurations to hit in order to actually optimize your rebate. So these different configurations and competitive programs, are they individual or are they interlinked somehow so that you need to make a group of them in order to get your rebate? That's exactly right, and, and that makes it very, very difficult for partners to uh, understand them and then to actively manage them. Again, the Dell offer is different here. We have no 
dependencies between those, and from our perspective, it's fairly simple actually for partners to calculate them. So with competitive programs, then, if you don't meet them all, then you might not get paid on the back end? That's correct, yes. Let's wrap up this podcast with a couple of broad summary thoughts. What are the things that you want people to remember from this podcast? I think the big difference, really, we're trying to make in the market is we're trying to be very simple in our program. We try to work with small and medium businesses who typically are neglected in the market. And also, these partners can deal directly with us, which means they have a person to talk to who deals with their business. And again, like I said, you have to have a good balance between good discount and well-priced products as well as a good rebate, which keeps people's business running. If I was a channel partner and I was interested in finding out more information about financing from Dell's partner program, where would I go? We have a pretty good online offer, so you can certainly go into Dell.com and and find us there, or you call your channel salesperson, and uh, we'd be happy to help you. Great. Thank you very much. This has been a good chat. Thanks.